Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast, presented by Sean Patrick Maloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here's your host, Sean Maloney. Welcome to episode 181, Controlling the Narrative. I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me this week. This week, I want to talk to you about controlling the narrative and exactly what does that mean. First off, controlling the narrative means to think about what you say and to implement strategies in order to say things correctly so that you don't do the old foot and mouth. We don't want to eat our words. We don't want to have trouble in the future. And we certainly don't want to set expectations that are unrealistic so that way later we can have trouble where we let the person down. Remember, people rely on what we say and we're a product of what we say in real estate. So setting the bar correctly and getting it right is huge, right? We always want to think to ourselves, set low expectations and beat them versus setting high expectations and missing them. It's not that you have to be a loser by your expectations, but saying you're going to get something done in three days and really getting it done in four days hurts people's feelings. Saying you're going to get it done in four days and getting it done in three days really makes them happy. Prove to your clients that you're a winner. Prove to your clients that you know what you're doing by setting proper expectations. When you tell a client that the other party should do something, you've created an assumption of reasonableness. If the other party doesn't follow through with this, you've made that person look unreasonable. So this comes often when we do home inspection. At home inspection, we're buying a $500,000 house. We go through the inspection, $150 item pops up, and you go and you say to the buyer, I'm sure the seller will take care of that. You've now assumed that the seller is going to take care of that. What happens when they don't? Who's mad? Your client, right? Your client says, wow, this person is so unreasonable. I can't believe they're not going to fix the window. It's only $150 and I'm spending $500,000. You know, between you and I, is that unreasonable? Of course it is. But the person wouldn't have been agitated if you didn't assume reasonableness and you didn't assume that the person will take care of it. Instead, I want you to answer your client, you know what? I will definitely ask the seller and we'll see what they do. This way there, we've left it very neutral. We've left it an open option. They might do it. They might not do it. But instead of saying, I'm sure they'll handle that, which is speaking out of terms because we don't know they'll handle that, especially like lately we've been in this extreme market where we're in bidding wars, we're having home inspections dropped, we're having appraisals waived. So to assume they're going to do anything at home inspection would be completely unreasonable. To tell you the truth, lately I've been doing the exact opposite. I've been telling people from the beginning, of course I'm going to negotiate for you. Of course I'm going to do everything in your best interest. I'm going to work as much as I can to make this happen. But I want you to understand with such a powerful marketplace, place, chances are they probably are not going to want to do anything when it comes to the home inspection. Now that I've set that low bar, if I get anything done from the home inspection, I'm now a winner versus the other way around, which creates me being a loser, which is what we're trying to avoid. Because remember, a controlled narrative is not a bad thing. We're not like the news media trying to control the narrative of a story. We're controlling the narrative of emotion throughout the real estate transaction to ensure everybody's safety of feelings and to make sure that everybody really doesn't get this false sense of reality only to be let down in the future. As an agent, we got to also remember putting our two cents in can be deadly to deals. Let the client decide what they do and don't like about a home. Yes, be there as an agent, be there to watch out for them, be there to make sure as a fiduciary you're taking care of them and making sure they don't overspend and things, but saying something along the lines of like, 
wow, these bedrooms are really small. What does that matter? If this person doesn't say it, why are you saying it? What are you pointing out to them? Do they have eyes? Do they know how to see? Yes. And imagine this. You say to some young mother who's looking at house who's with you, you say to her, wow, these are really small bedrooms. What if you just totally blew her up? What if she was thinking to herself, I am so proud of all my hard work. I can't believe I'm finally going to get my babies their own rooms. Maybe all three of her kids used to sleep in one bedroom and you just told her the bedrooms are small, even though you didn't even realize you're crushing her dream. So controlling the narrative here, what do you think of the bedrooms? Are these going to work for you? Not saying, is this size going to work for you? Not saying, is this color going to work for you? We want to leave it very ambiguous of, will they work for you, right? Because we want to understand what that person wants. This goes all over the place. Like, oh my God, I can't believe the highway noise. Why as an agent are you pointing that out? I get the idea that you're worried about it, but guess what? What if they used to live right up against Route 95? What if they used to live level with the green line and the dishes used to shake in their pantry as the train went by? Maybe they think it's quiet. It's none of your business and you're pointing out obvious things. It's important if somebody said to you, I don't like highway noise, and you say, hey, I did realize that this house has some highway noise. We should come back here at five o'clock because we were told to do so. But coming up with what you think of a home, what you think of what should be, what you think of sizes is just spending too much time consumed by yourself and you probably, probably have problems. You're spending too much time thinking about you versus thinking about others. This is not your home. This is their home. I always tell people to better understand this. Go down to Lowe's, go down to Home Depot and take a look at the paint wall, right? There's every color under the sun. All the colors that you look at and say, who would paint that way? The people who would paint that way look at your colors and say, who would paint that way? Because guess what? We're all different. Some of us look at a highway next door as convenient. Some of us look at power lines as cancer. Some of us look at power lines as a great place to ride my horses, dirt bikes, and hike. It depends on your beliefs. But is there any truth to any of it? If there's truth to cancer in the power lines, do you think there'd be so many of them around? I'm not arguing one way or the other, but do you think that they'd be able to do it? Or do you think there'd be class action lawsuits? All this stuff constantly exists, and there's so many houses that line highways, that are next to Walmarts, that are on a cliff, that are every single different variation, and guess what? There's a person for every home. The old saying of, it's a shoe that fits, wear it, so on and so forth, there's a house that fits each individual and what their lifestyle is. So do not try to make your own life there. Allow your client's life to be there. Allow them to control the narrative of on how is it that they want to live? Are these rooms big enough for them? Is this going to be far enough for them? Is this close enough to the city for them? Pay attention to the things they ask you to watch out for and feel free to point those out. But don't just point out things that you're thinking about for yourself. Because if you do that, you're going to kill a lot of deals. And chances are, they're going to go find somebody that doesn't have such a negative outlook on life because you're projecting your own negativity onto their life and it doesn't work for them. Now, here's another one in a controlled narrative world. Telling a seller you're going to be getting an offer can leave room for a letdown. What if the other agent never submits the offer? Do you know how often as a list agent, I've had other agents tell me an offer is coming and it not show up? If I call my client and say, hey, Mrs. Smith, guess what? I got an offer coming tonight. She's sitting by the phone waiting. What happens when I don't come up with that offer? I failed her. Did I fail her? Truth is, no, I never did fail her. 
I told her something I shouldn't have told her, and now I've let her down, and now she thinks I'm a failure because I wasn't able to land the offer that I told her was coming. She wonders, what did Sean do? Why did they not put in the offer? I wonder what he said to them. I wonder why he didn't get that offer in. Versus, hey, Mrs. Smith, here's the offer I have. Control that narrative. Do not tell people about things that do not exist. Otherwise, you're setting an expectation and you're setting a high expectation only to let them down when in reality, if they never knew about it, they would never be hurt by it. It's important to always be transparent with our clients. Never lie to them and everything like that. I'm not teaching you guys that at all. But what I am telling you is to use a filter and to think about the idea of, is this really needed to be said? Am I actually acting as an agent or am I just being selfish? Am I just thinking about myself and what I think? Am I thinking about what I want to say? Am I thinking about what I'd like to hear versus what does the client like to hear? The golden rule says treat others as you wish to be treated. Well, I'm here to tell you today, the golden rule is wrong. Move on to the platinum rule. Treat others as they wish to be treated. I guarantee you'll find more success in real estate. Guys, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Make sure to subscribe. Also tell everyone you know in the real estate industry about this great free podcast that teaches you how to learn to earn even more in real estate every single time you listen to an episode. Also check out us on the web at realfactsonrealestate.com. Thanks again for listening and I look forward to talking to you next week.